mis amores, bienvenidos. Welcome back to episode three of Maya, the podcast with myself, Abby Nice, and the lovely ladies. Hello, Yasmin. Hello. <laughs> I'm like, Lorna Litz, where you at? Lorna Litz, I'm like, what's up, people? I'm like, where the party people at? <laughs> So today is all about La Cultura. We're going to dive into that in a little bit. Obviously, you guys know we got to dive into a little gossip before we get into the, the topic that we have at hand, because I think it's important to represent where you're from. But uh, let's talk about some of the stuff going on. First of all, this right here pretty much like blew my mind. Did you guys know, let me see how this is worded, that a woman, I want to make sure I'm saying this correct, a woman actually received, and this is a legit story, can't make this up if I wanted to, a bionic eye implant into her brain. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, what? Yeah, so Basically, That's I think she's the very. She was what? Yeah, she's like the very first one that they tried it on, right? The scientists. I so think basically, so. so she, she's blind, like beyond the retina. So pretty much, like she's completely blind, and I think she was Latina too. Her last name was Gomez, and um, basically what Stand they did, up. well, what it is, is that she wears like these black thick glasses, that records what she's seeing and it sends it to a computer that has been implanted in her brain in her skull and it's like these like impulses like these electrical impulses that send signals to her brain letting her know what she's looking at but she's wow, blind wow that's crazy isn't that fascinating that's incredible okay, that cool. that was just like some scientific discovery kind of thing just for funsies but no, that's like, actually has like a purpose. She said just for funsies. Well, I have, like, I have, like, I'm actually legally blind. Like I have to wear contacts. Otherwise, like I'm considered like blind and I have astigmatism and stuff. And I'm at a high chance for retinal detachment. So my eye stretches like this, like an oval. And then if my retina starts falling, I'll see like bright white flashes of light or I'll see like a bunch of like floaters in my vision. And then I'll have to go to like an emergency clinic and have me attach it. Otherwise, I can actually go blind. So I think that's oh, wow. amazing. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, man, I was about to make a joke. And I was like, well, there goes that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time or the place for it. Okay. <laughs> you ever have people that are so untimely with their jokes? It's like that. That was not the moment for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, wow, that's crazy. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's stressful. Ooh, I'm like, hold on. Do I need to put my glasses on real quick? Um, so that's crazy. That just threw me off. Okay. So anyway, so from the woman having an eye implant in her brain, which is absolutely mind blowing. I think that's incredible because should for any reason that happened to somebody, God forbid, you know, to know that there is some sort of like a backup option, even if it's not necessarily real time, I think is absolutely incredible because you still get to live life. Yeah. Like I think we take for granted the ability of being able to look at each other right now and say, oh, I love your hair. I love your top to all of a sudden just have to rely on your senses of, you know, touching or having to feel somebody's presence um, is insane, yeah. which apparently blind or not 
this couple, um, they had an all smart home that got hacked. This is why I refuse to make my place an all smart home thing because they just can turn on your cameras. They can watch you activate, deactivate your alarm system. I'm not here for it. I don't know how y'all feel about this, pero para mí, esas cosas no me gustan. I prefer to just stick with the old. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's how I yep. feel about it. Well, actually, with um, the smart homes getting hacked into it, a lot of it was happening through the Ring camera, which that's the company that was really famous for being on Shark Tank. And a lot of them rejected it. Only one of the, I've never seen the actual show itself, but like one of the like sharks, they were like, they accepted it and it became a billion dollar company. And then Amazon bought it out. But the thing is, with the smart camera, it doesn't go off. Of, it's not an internal system. It connects to Wi-Fi. So what was happening was that a lot of people were ha- like hackers were going into the cameras to where they could see into your house, and they could even talk to the microphone to where they could. They were so they were speaking to random people, That's and there's crazy. videos that went viral, like like a, a, a cre- like creepy hackers or like perverts and stuff are like talking to children like through these cameras. Mm-hmm. I've seen and those I, videos. That is yeah. That just freaks me out. You see, you know, it's just like you never know. And I'm just like, and um, Mm -hmm. personal like safety and privacy is so important. And these companies, a lot of them, they want to get into your life however they can. And so that's why, like, like, like these, like Facebook. I mean, they own Instagram and everything, but they're they're not private. They want to go into your whole phone. Same thing with Apple. It's like they really want to see every single aspect of your life. So I think. Um, I mean, having cameras and stuff outside of your house is great. It's great for personal safety and to be able to see what's going outside. on. I'm like, yes, outside. Outside. <laughs> yes. But outside. otherwise. Keyword. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I have mine facing a wall to where it is not in any way uh, exposing the rest of, you know, my place and, and where I live or the location of where I stay. But that that scares me. That's crazy. That's- to have scary. your baby in a room like what uh-huh. and somebody some no. weird person is just ta- like i y'all got too much time on your hands mental <laughs> health last episode that we we're talking about is everything and and this is why it's so important to be you know well informed because lorna let's could you imagine somebody sitting there talking to your little baby uh-uh what Nuh-uh. like listen i have so I don't have a smart home, you know, I, I, I do have cameras like in the nursery and I have cameras around my house mm-hmm. and I have Alexa and one day Alexa just started talking out of nowhere. Like I didn't ask her to play a song. I didn't ask her what time it was and that freaked me out mm-hmm. and she was just like rambling and she was talking and my son was in the room and I'm like, what is going on? Like that freaked me out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's crazy how technology um, has has been like advancing, but I feel like you know if scientists could create a way for the blind to see, then there has to be something created to protect from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take back all all that extra space. They they got too much leverage out here. I think the government has way more advanced technology than what we have access to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't and, doubt that for uh, a second. Yeah, so they give us smartphones, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But I think they've probably had stuff like that for a while. And, um, it's a yeah, they're getting tool. way more invasive. I don't have – I don't it, – it, it's really kind of like the government and all these high-tech, big-tech companies um, getting just more invasive into what's going on in our lives. I personally don't have any, like, Alexa or Google. I don't have anything like that. Me either. 
I'm like and an the, old boring con- person. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm like, I'm like, and this contract is set. Anything they record, they can send it to the companies and they save it yep. in file. So. Yeah. So, whoop, yeah. there it is. Not a good look at all. <laughs> well, the government, I feel like, always runs super deep as far as like we never really know what's going on. Um, you know, today's episode is all about culture. And, you know, for those of you that don't know what la cultura means, it basically means the culture. Um, I thought it'd be, you know, kind of quite. I was I was looking around. I was reading some things and I'm not sure if you guys knew what the heritage of Latin America is. This is a little bit of news to me, um, but it's indigenous, European, African and Asian. Mm. And it's composed of like those languages and traditions, which I thought was really cool. Um, But I know that, you know, we all take pride in identifying where we're from and our heritage. Like me personally, I've been really big on this. I've said this a lot. I'm very proud of where I'm from. I'm from Spain. I was born there. I went to school there. My family's all there. And I know that I don't speaking like this to everybody. Okay, but... I do speak both languages the same way. I take a lot of pride in being from Madrid, the outskirts of Madrid, and being from Un Pueblo, which is a really small village. Um, And I know everybody doesn't identify the same way. Here in the U.S., people are so judgmental. And then I feel like it's like if you go to New York, you got Brooklyn and the Bronx. Don't you dare tell someone from the Bronx that they're from Brooklyn because it's going down. It's about to be a fight. Period in point zero 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 one seconds. Um, but or, I think that you know. Don't call a Puerto Rican Dominican, or don't call a Puerto Rican Dominican. People or call Dominican me Mexican sometimes. They're like, like you don't look like, like a Mexican. Oh. I'm like, but I'm not Mexican, so that kind of makes sense, okay? I'm European technically, but yeah. I'm Spanish, and so we all take pride in where we're from, our hometowns. At least I do. I think all of us do. Um, you know, we got these little things that we put up representing our flags and our heritage, what we connect to the most. I was excited about that. My name, my alter ego is Sasson, okay? Because my friend Shay says that I'm hot and spicy with my attitude. And I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take Sasson. I like me some Sasson in my food. So I'm cool with it. Um, Lorna Litz is our Lola because she's sexy. She's about it. She's a businesswoman. She's doing boss things. And then we've got our beautiful, beautiful Ariel. She's like a little doll. So she's our little muñequita. And um, I think we should dive into the representation of where we come from because I'm completely in love with where I'm from. If I had to pick, I mean, the decision would take me no time. It'd be point point zero zero one seconds. But, you know, why don't you ladies share a little bit about why you feel the way that you do about where you're from and what you're representing as far as your heritage with your flag. Cause I know we about to have some debates with you, Ariel. That's going to be so good. I'm ready for people to dive into that. Cause listen, she is, she is loaded and ready to go. She don't care what anybody says. 
what you're bringing to the table. She's like, I'm going to let y'all know this is where I'm from. This is why I represent. And these are all the reasons why she's like an attorney. She's ready for the argument. So before we dive into yours, I'm going to go ahead and let Lorna represent Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Like, yes. <laughs> so I'm Boricua. But, you know, I guess you could say I'm New Rican because I was, you know, born and raised in New York. But I represent Puerto Rico all the way. I do have Japanese also in my blood. Unfortunately, growing up, I haven't had the chance to, like, really tap into my Japanese side. Mm -hmm. But I represent Puerto Rico all the way. And I'm super proud. I mean, there's not one Puerto Rican that you're going to meet that's not proud. I mean, we have, like, the biggest parade in New York City. You know, period. So, and it's just something I'm <laughs> proud of. Like, it's it, it's my roots. It's my heritage. Um, Boricua, it stems from Boriqueng, which is the indigenous people of the island. That is what they called the island before the conquistadors came and changed the name to Richport, which is Puerto Rico. So, you know, when I say where I'm from, I say I'm Boricua because I resonate with that. Puerto Ricans were mixed. You know, we're mixed with Taino Indian, African American, Spaniard, you know, and so I mean it's such a beautiful culture and being Latina, period. I'm just proud to be Latina. So, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't even a, a thought when Abby, aka Sasson, Sasson, okay, okay. Who am I, repping? <laughs> I was like, I'm repping Puerto Rico all the way. Although I was born and raised in New York and I'm American. But I resonate more with my Latina side. That's the home, the home side for you. Yeah, that's for me in Spain all the way. I'm like, just because I don't look it, don't be ignorant and just assume that people have to be this or have to be that. It's a very personal decision to each person what they choose to represent. You know, because I can sit here, yo os puedo hablar en español de la misma manera, but... You know, I shouldn't have to feel like I got to disclose that to everybody. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm from Spain. Like, what? <laughs> So, Ariel, we all know Mia is all about, you know, embracing the Latina powerful side that we have as well. That's kind of at the root of what we're building with the show. But you, my dear, have chosen the American flag because you are the perfect mix of all the things. So for the people out there that are going to be like... Oh, she don't want to represent her country. She thinks she's too good. She's not that. She don't even want to claim Mexico because you're going to get that. Let's go ahead and clarify for the uh, people why you made that decision. Okay. Well, I am mixed. I'm mostly Spanish, Mexican, and German. Um, the culture most present in my household is Mexican with a, with a bit of German. Um, but the thing is, I was not born in Mexico. I'm not... I, I do not immigrate from Mexico. Um, my grandma, she immigrated from Merida, which is like by, by Cancun. So it's like a very um, tropical vacation type of like touristy um, village. And it's just beautiful. Um, I've never even been to Mexico myself. A lot of Mexicans, um, when we immigrated, when they immigrated, um, that was a lot of racism. And so a lot of Mexicans were just ashamed of their heritage and so they didn't teach anyone Spanish and that's what happened with my grandma she didn't teach anyone Spanish so then we got kind of like screwed over in that aspect and I know a lot of people where that happened to them but what the thing is with, with Texan Mexicans is like we're our and um, it's very different from being like a Californian Mexican and we're very mixed and can be all different things um, a lot of people have um misconception like like they they in their in their brain when they picture a mexican they picture like um 
they picture what's more native. And so some a lot of times people were like, oh, you don't look Mexican. And I'm like, yo, look up what Miss Mexico looks like. That's what I tell them. Like, I'm like, I'm like look, because like, they're the general coloring and everything of like what I am. And so, like, I know I'm part native. I know I'm, I, I know that I'm also part Spanish. Um, and I, I know where I come from, but I'm born in the U.S. Um, America doesn't have a specific race connected to it. It's all, it's diverse. It's all things put in one. And so, um, my, I, I, I just tell people a lot of times I am Texican. And I love being Texican. American. I love my country with my heart. I I, I, I I love America. Um, we do have our flaws, but because of the love I feel for it, I, I see the improvements that we can make and where we can um, just grow as a country together. And, um, and with Mexico, it does have its beautiful parts as well, but there are, you know, femicide, for example, is very high in Mexico. It's like there's a lot of things for like the way they treat women over there and um, how crooked the government can be over there. And it's just like... Yeah, but when I tell people, I'm like, I'm American. You know, my 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 grandma that immigrated, she says she's American. She mm-hmm. she loves the U.S. She hasn't gone back to Mexico, and there's a lot of people like that because it's everything for them is here now. And um, Mexican culture is so rich in Texas and California. There is no major need to go back to Mexico. We kind of have everything we need here. We, yeah. we get all the good bits of our culture, and I kind of appreciate my culture more through action, wow. like support, like with, through the way I cook. Um, we do a lot of Spanglish in my house. Um, <laughs> like we have our like like we have our you know like the fuzzy Mexican blankets. Like I didn't even know they're Mexican for the longest time. I just thought they were normal. And then I was like, oh okay. Like it's it's just like little <laughs> things like in my house. I did. It took me a while to realize they were Mexican. And like even when I was little, like I didn't know being Hispanic was like a separate race. So when people asked me what I was, I was like, oh I'm white. And they're like, and they're like what? Because like they could tell I don't look like you know I'm not like white white like that. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I'm next to an actual white person, you can like tell there's like a very clear difference. Like everything I book is for Hispanic roles or or ethnically ambiguous. That's mm-hmm. what I'm deemed as by the industry. So um, yeah. yeah, I feel like America is like a good representation of all the different um, beautiful cultures that we have here, and there's no specific like mold to it. So that's why I just have the American flag. She's like, and that's that people. Um, (laughs) Do you think that having these titles creates division between people? Like having Uh, to say you're this or you're that, just like with the skin color thing, you know, mm. like calling people black when they're essentially brown and being like, well, you're white or you're this skin tone or you're mocha or you can't be this. I mean, I feel like titles always seem to create a little bit of of division and separation. I'm like I said, super proud of where I'm from. I love. But that's also I grew yeah. up there, too. I was born there. My family's there. That was yeah. that's home for me. You know, um, I did go to okay. school there as well and all of that. But I do think that today's society creates a lot of animosity by always having to put people in a box, whether it's your size, your skin color, the way you speak, where you're from. So like Lorna Litz, what's your opinion on this? Because I know we talked a little bit about it. I know you're definitely passionate about, you know, being from Puerto Rico and having those roots. What's your take on, you know, people's response like that? I feel like it gets kind of crazy out here. Yeah, I think I think it is kind of crazy, you know, like I'm a big advocate for diversity because I am mixed and I see a lack of diversity within the entertainment industry. You know, it's slowly changing and 
but it still needs to like progress because like Ariel said, her grandmother, she experienced a lot of racism and that's why she felt the need to say that she's American and not embrace the Mexican side. And so, you know, I feel like there's an importance now for us to change the narrative and embrace the fact that we are diverse. And in order for us to do that, it needs to start from home. Like, for example, like I was born and raised in New York. I'm American. I didn't learn Spanish until like later on because I made a choice to. But in my house, my mother, she spoke Spanish. That's her first language. And when she speaks English, she has an accent, which I hope <laughs> when I was younger, I wish that I was able to learn Spanish first because I think the accent is so sexy for like a Latina to speak English when her, you know, she has the Spanish accent. Mm -hmm. But I made the choice to want to learn Spanish. No one forced it on me at home. Like I made that decision to want to like know my roots because of the fact that I work in an industry where I walk into a room and they don't know like where I'm from and I had to explain it to them. It wasn't until I decided to be a model that I would get asked like where I'm from. Growing up in Brooklyn, like people just automatically assumed that I was Latina. When I speak, they could hear my accent and they're like, okay, she's Puerto Rican or she's Dominican. But when I started working in the industry, I had to like explain to them, like, you know, although my skin is brown, I'm not African American. I have African American in my blood, but I'm Hispanic. And mm. yes, Hispanics look like me. You know, we, like they don't all look like Sofia Vergara. You know, so like, there, you know, like, there's a huge lack yeah. of diversity within the entertainment industry. You know, when I get called in to go to castings or, you know, or auditions for acting and they're just like, OK, we're looking for Latina. And then, and then I walk into the room and all the girls are like light skin. Like there needs to be more like Trigueñas Latina actors, you know, Trigueña Latina models to represent the diversity of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean. We all have a different perspective. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh when you were saying that, but anytime somebody talks about Sofia Vergara, all I can hear is, "I, but I need to go like to get this here." <laughs> like, That's a good impersonation. It just always reminds me of her. Um, and I love her. Don't get me wrong. She's I beautiful. Like, yeah, I do too. Colombian. Yeah, my son is half Colombian. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, I love, I love Colombians. But on, but what I'm trying to say is that there's a lack of diversity still within the Latin culture. And like racism does exist within each other, within Hispanics. Mm -hmm. Like, like, yeah, literally as it is, mm -hmm. you know, like there is like, you know, this thing between like the white privilege within the Latin culture as well. Like if you're lighter skin, you get a little bit more opportunities than the darker skin. Yeah. Ariel, and like, or what do you ladies think? Why do you think there's such little representation for us? here in the US, as far as um, like Latin culture is concerned, right? Because you can be American, but have those roots and still have no representation on the big screen. There's I, I mean, it's it's such a limited space. Um, as far as like what we can look at or look up to as little girls. Why do you guys think that's, that's the issue that I don't know, it's kind of like a constant ongoing thing here in America? Um, I feel like, well, in the, in the U.S., I feel like a lot of people are extra obsessed with race. Mm -hmm. And um, what I notice a lot, too, like in the industry, there's a lot of, like, pandering that goes on. Like, they feel the need to cast a person of color just because they feel, like, a pressure to. Mm -hmm. Instead of just, like, doing it just because it feels right, they feel like, oh, no, we need to do this because, 
like we and we're just like acting like they're automatically more privileged just because they're white but it's like i know in the u.s i do have a lot of opportunities here and i don't feel like i'm actually like um like treated like crap all the time but the thing is what they do a lot of times with roles is like they'll they'll just be like ethnically ambiguous or they're just like anyone but white and they'll just put like all the different races together and then they choose one instead of like looking for like a specific look and i see that happen a lot mm. and um i don't know and i feel like a lot of people are just, they're just like they're so obsessed with it like you can be american but you can still be mexican you know like right. being american just means that you're just from the u.s you, you don't have a specific color that's linked to it mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. and then you can still feel love for being mexican but then feel love for being american you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, and, and some of it's just like your background on it. Like that's, um, like what you're talking about, like how they have um such a stereotype for what's um Latina. Like, for example, my hair is naturally lighter brown. Like it could be blonde really easily with just um like barely. Yeah. So because I'm still part Spanish, and my mom when she was little, she had blonde hair, and then it got a little darker. But it's like I've been dyeing my hair dark for some time now. And I kind of have to keep it this way because then as soon as it's a little lighter, people are like, mm, she doesn't look white enough, but then her hair is too light to be Latina. And it's kind mm-hmm. of frustrating. Or it's Lorna like, Litz, I know you've dealt with that. Like maybe yeah, not oh, being yeah. dark enough to be, you know, an African-American role, but then not yeah. quite the right mold to be in the Latina space. Like exactly. I had to tell my friends or like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, Ariel. But like, you know, like, <laughs> piggybacking to what um to what abby just said yes abby and like or if i'm I'm not dark enough to be african-american or like my hair is too good to be considered african-american it's like all these like stereotypes that's so rude what is wrong with people you know what i'm saying like in my family you know being puerto rican my niece has blonde hair and blue eyes and then i have uncles Mm -hmm. that are dark dark with like light eyes and straight hair like we're just so diverse yeah you know yeah that's the beauty of it I love that. Like, I, I mean, you know I love I love having a difference in, in what we see in the world. I mean, my eyes are hazel. Sometimes they're really green. Sometimes they're brown. Sometimes oh, I don't even great. know what color they are. But my mom has like brown eyes like you, Ariel. And I love it. I think brown eyes are really beautiful, yeah. too. And people sit there and are like, mm, it's just this. It's not blue. I'm like, what's wrong with people? It's that yeah, box. I've, I've, I've experienced racism for being Mexican, but then I've experienced racism for not for being too light for them. So it's just like, I mean, a lot of it's like people have their like twisted perceptions of what they think everything is. And in Hollywood, I think part of what's twisted is like a lot of the executives and like the higher ups, they're like, um, like a lot of them, I think it's like the word explains, like they're kind of like white leftist types to where they like it's like like, there's different kinds of racism like there's some of it's like oh they treat me like crap because i'm mexican so they're like "Mm," like like treat me like i'm ghetto or something and then other times they're gonna be like oh you're poor soul you poor you're so sad because you're mexican so you're treated like like, you know like treat me like i'm immediately at a disadvantage because i'm hispanic but Mm -hmm. it's like so there's kind of like two sides to it kind of depending on where you're at and um definitely yeah for one role for like one role for a film, they'll be like, oh, we have to have an ambiguous role for this because we can't just cast all white people. Or they'll be like, oh, we have to make sure we, we cast a lot of um, people that are obviously yeah. African-American because we can't piss people off. And like, and they're, just, yeah. they're just like so obsessed with it. It's like, um, 
what is the word for it? Is it it's called, yes, and it's like it's like almost like the thing that's called it's called affirmative action, right? Like where um, they have to hire people of color; they can't hire all like of a certain ethnicity. Yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah, so it's like that thing pisses me off too because I feel like it's kind of racist in its own way because. If I get hired for a job, I want it to be because I'm actually completely qualified for it. I don't want to get hired just because you need a Hispanic person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or a Hispanic you know? appearing person. That's just, yeah. that's so mm -hmm. annoying. Like, yeah. Because it, it, then it's like, it's picking people away because of colors. Like, instead, of just hire people based off how good of a job they do instead of separating them into different categories. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, it, and it's, um, there's a lot of parents that are trying to get um, critical race theory removed from schooling because they feel like it creates like a lot of diversity. So, well, they're I mean, starting to remove a lot of things off of the curriculum, which I think is just absolutely just mind blowing, and it it lends itself to show kind of where we are as people and as a society, as a country, um, as a unit. <laughs> they claim unity, but we're anything but unified. It's like. So many things are being created to to construct formal division within people from financial gain to ethnicity, whatever your ethnic background is, the way you look, your skin color, where you work, where you go to school, the area you live in, the type of car you drive, what you wear. I mean, everything is a different categorization of where they feel like you belong or where you should be and not really ever looking at people i feel like for human beings it's more of like a thing you know what do you have where do you live what do you do where are you in life and a lot of those things have absolutely nothing to do with character integrity mental development of people um you know we talk a lot about mental health especially in the time that we're living in and so i think that bottom line is you know, it's important to focus on just embracing cultures and diversity. And I think more than anything, when it comes to culture topics and heritage topics, I think my advice to people that I always give myself to is to just learn about it. And if you can't speak to it from an informed place, like what I do is I just don't contribute to it at all. I just mind yeah, my business. I'm like, you know what? I don't really know what I'm talking about. So like when people talk about politics, I hate politics and I just stay in my lane. I mind my business because I know I'm going to sound like an idiot. And so I just spare myself the situation. But um, yeah, moral of the story is people just be well informed and be open to receiving diversity. Be open minded instead of always feeling like you got to put people in a box and judging yeah, them no. off of that. So um, it's been an awesome conversation today. Yes. What are you going to say? I was like, I think it's good to be open-minded, but that then, but then not to be overly concerned over race. Cause I think people think about it too much, but yep. it's just like, Oh yeah, she happens to be black or Asian or whatever, but just have an appreciation, appreciation for different cultures or do your own research and stuff. But a lot of people are just so insanely obsessed with it nowadays. It's I mean, my like, whole thing is, yeah. but it's because of the division that's been created, right? My biggest yeah. concern is why does it matter saying that you're from somewhere? Why can't you just be Ariel? I understand yeah, no. from a, a, a pride standpoint, feeling a certain way about your heritage, but as far as everything else is concerned, it's, We're it's really not anybody's business. You're, I, that's how I look at people as human beings, not your skin color, yeah. not your culture, not where you're from, who you are as a person period and yes. uh on that note 
you guys. We will be back next week for another episode. It's going down next week's episode. I feel like it might be kind of fun, kind of flirty. I don't know. We're not going to give you guys any spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. You'll have to come back and uh, check in on what the next topic is going to be. It's going to be good, though. We can definitely guarantee that. And spicy, okay? Because that's how we keep things around here. (laughs) So we'll see you guys next week. Same place, same time. Besos. Adios. Hasta luego. Bye.